Monsoon, and welcome to a brand new episode of I'm 40% Podcast. See, I used to hit that one when we introduced the guest, but now we don't have a guest, so I'm thinking maybe I'll do it when you talk, because yeah, you go, girl. The Queer Futurama Podcast that no one asked for. With me, as always, is... um, the Seattle Playboy moved to LA. Oh God, I had this it better long. last time. Yeah, the LA. What did I? Call it needs you? to fit on a business card. You know, it needs to be punchy. The esoteric fuck boy of the internet. <laughs> I kind of like that, but I also admit to while having an English degree, not really understanding what esoteric means. One time, my friend Tristan described my knowledge of Pokemon as being esoteric. Is that esoteric? (laughs) Esoteric is... uh, I don't want to be the one to describe what it means. Interesting, if true. It's it's not a bad description. It's an accurate description. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I wonder how you're going to interpret the word once you know the full meaning. Well, should I look it up now? We no, can find out but here on definitely the podcast. before. But definitely before our next episode. Okay. My esoteric well, we'll end on a friend. cliffhanger, like many, like no, many seasons. It seasons entices them do. to come back. It entices them to come back. Okay. Uh, we are going to review the final episode of season eighteen, eleven. <laughs> I think season eleven <laughs> of RuPaul's. Futurama drag. <laughs> okay. Of Futurama. Season 11 of Futurama. Hulu picked it up. They released a new season. Now that season's coming to an end. Where will Futurama go from here? Who knows? But. Well, there's still 10 more episodes that they already like made, but they won't come out for a while. Sure. Um, I gotta say, this final episode. Oh, my God. What does I that just... mean? <laughs> I just loved it. I just is, loved oh, good, it. Okay. I loved yeah, it. I liked from, it too. I, I, I was dubious for a moment. I was like, oh, you were we'll the dupe trip. But, but I, I honestly, I just freaking loved it. I laughed out loud. I felt inspired. It's a very good episode. Okay. Yeah, I liked it too. Should we talk about it? Do we have to do anything first? Is there news? No. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, how how are you life-wise? <laughs> Good. Went to a Jessie Ware concert last night. Do you know her? Have you met her in your British travels? I feel like Oh. She's like a <laughs> disco mom as I would describe her. <laughs> She makes, like, disco songs, but she's always like, Oi, I gotta get back home to London Town and see my kids. 
Is she a drag persona or No, she's she... just a, a popular musician. <laughs> so Adele? Yeah. yeah, it's Adele. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm working hard on the holiday show. Nothing I'm allowed to disclose, but it's gonna be a good one. So I'm gonna t- coming... I'm gonna spoil I'm gonna say something right now. I'm gonna uh-huh. and well Ben de la Creme is in it. Big big scoop. And I'm revealing that here I'll on the podcast. You heard it here scoop. first. I got a big scoop right here. Now, what are you now, if, if you're not watching on YouTube, you're missing out on what the big scoop is. And I think if you go to YouTube and watch, you'll be very surprised what Jinx's scoop is. Nick, take us into the episode. Very well. <laughs> uh, uh, the episode. It was my tit. It was your tit, but now no one's going to go to the YouTube because you told them. No, they'll want to see it now. I don't. Can we show your tit on YouTube? I don't know. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I don't know what kind of tit it counts as these days, because people call me ma'am. So does that mean my nipples are female perceived? Remember that. Remember female perceived nipples. Remember when they blurred uh, Valentina's nipples on All Stars, and they didn't blur anyone else's nipples, and it was kind of shady. <laughs> But here's the thing is, everyone should be allowed to have their chest out, right? That's I the agree, thing. of course. And it's it's sad that people with breasts, certain people can't because historically, men are assholes and that's yeah, all there is to it. I'm pretty it. sure it's men. I, I think it's a man's fault. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's get into the episode. The episode is called All the Way Down. All the way down. Do you know that RuPaul song? All the way down. You make me yes. feel. <laughs> it was the, it was the like main theme for either like thir- uh, season fourteen or fifteen. <laughs> it was like the main RuPaul song in the trailer, and then they didn't do a verse for it at the end, and I was very disappointed because it's probably my favorite RuPaul song. <laughs> Period. All right, so Futurama. Futurama is with a Chiron that says original air date September twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. The Chiron says Vinny Sedi Vici. So now we know that we know that Vinny Vidi Vici is I came, I conquered, I saw. No, you got it wrong. The last one is Vidi because that one saw. Vinny Vici. What? Okay, what is Vidi it? You do is it. the last one. <laughs> you can write things down if you want to say No, things. it's Vinny Vidi Vici. That's I, how. Yeah. Okay. I know, but this isn't that. This is a different phrase. That's right. Okay, so this it is. It says Vinny Seti Vidi. <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay, so it's I came, I sat, I saw. Which the is what happens when you watch The original one Futurama. is I came, I saw, I conquered. Yes, Vinny Vidi that's Vici. why they're in a okay. different order. Well, why did you confuse me? English major, can't you just, this is why you you do nothing with your degree. This is why you write jokes for a living. Yeah, for some idiot. (laughs) Some dumb idiot. Um, So we open on a blocky Planet Express. It looks like it's perhaps made in Minecraft or something. Um, And we zoom in and we see the hologram, it's like a hologram. It's in Planet Express. It's a hologram of Planet Express, but it's blocky, you know? Yeah, okay. So this is why I was dubious. 
Because after the last episode, I was like, no, they're not really going to do a whole episode in a pixel planet now, right? (laughs) Where everyone's aware that they're a pixel, but not like concerned with that they know what a pixel is <laughs> like when do my, they say but, that they're pixels oh my god bender says bite my say shiny middle pixel and that was if they weren't self-aware that they were pixels everything about it would have been just fine but here's the thing is they yeah that actually doesn't do make such any a, sense at all now <laughs> they do such an amazing thing with the simulation that that was my only dubious moment. I was like, oh my God, are we going to watch a whole thing about them being pixels? And it's like, um, but the pixel joke actually made me laugh really hard. And this the, is why by, I'm saying- My shiny middle pixel? No, not that. Just the whole having to watch them as three pixels for a while. That joke really worked because- It had a purpose. And I'll watch something stupid if it has a purpose. The last episode was stupid with no purpose. Now, I'll let you lead (laughs) like you do. I'm going to let you finish. I just had to say, this episode is probably the best episode of the season. Okay, I'm going to let you finish. I agree. Why are you quoting Kanye West? (laughs) Is that who said that? Yeah, that was him interrupting Taylor Swift. You know, this was before he was like an outspoken anti-Semite, but... uh... (laughs) This was when he interrupted her at the VMAs, remember? (laughs) I just remember that someone interrupted Taylor Swift at some point. Well, it was funny because he was like, I'm going to let you finish. (laughs) And uh, he said, Beyonce had the best album of the year. (laughs) And then it comes to Beyonce in the audience and she's like, what? What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Sit down. (laughs) I didn't ask him to do this. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's not well. Someone should take care of him. Uh, the Planet Express clue- crew is, as you said, these little three block people. Um, and it kind of looks like a 3D version of like a 2600 game, like an Atari game, you know? You know about those? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we find out that it's uh, powered by the, it's a simulation that the professor made of all, of the whole universe. And it's powered by the sim- Simputron? <laughs> the sim- Simputron? Simputron. Simputron. Okay, Simputron. Yes. <laughs> Which uses the energy of a hundred bug zappers. And he had to turn <laughs> off all way, the bug zappers. all the bug zappers are off. And then a mosquito flies around. Bender gets angry, takes off his arm, swats his at arm. it, hits Zoidberg in the process... And then Zoidberg goes, you didn't get the mosquito. And Bender says, there was a mosquito in here. Now, this is funny because it means that Bender (laughs) just took off his arm and started swatting wildly until he hit Zoidberg, which was his original, which was his goal, which means he just had terrible aim for the first two swings. (laughs) Which is uncharacteristic of him. (laughs) Or Bender... Is just fucking with Zoidberg because at that point you gotta you gotta assume like Bender's a robot he should have better aim than that he can put a t- a tail precisely on the donkey mm-hmm. yeah when he uses his X ray vision um, okay, anyway which is so <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they're like looking at they're kind of like spying on the simulation right it becomes like fun for them to watch it 
Um, when, when... And the simulated crew has to make a delivery to, to Space Italy. Space Italy. When you're running a program this big, it's uh, gonna get a little lazy in certain <laughs> points. You can't expect me to have a great idea for everything. Sometimes you just get Space Italy or <laughs> Dr. Zoidberg. <laughs> <laughs> So we kind of go into the simulation and we're watching these blocky people fly to space Italy. And I love this vista in the background. These these Italian vistas. Wait, we didn't rate the Chiron. I give it five out of five Chirons. I give it's it my five out of five Chirons. Okay, go on. <laughs> Pixels. <laughs> wow, you remembered. You have such little respect for the Chiron ranking system. And here you are in my moment of need coming in to save the day. Listen. We've really grown a lot during this podcast, have we not? We're, we're bigger better people I we're think stronger that, together i think to rate anything subjective is a nuanced conversation could we do like a photo shoot where i'm like on your shoulders like a little baby <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep going with the episode okay so the <laughs> the uh block people they go to Space Italy and... They're pixels. Uh, they're pixels, yes. And Bender, he doesn't even care about the delivery. He doesn't want to the, walk up the, the captions steps. for this episode, would, when the pixels would speak, it would say, three pixel Bender, three pixel Fry. <laughs> I loved it. Which is confusing because of what happens later, because they're the same entity still, but we'll get into that. Uh so Bender, he doesn't want to deliver it. He just throws it over his shoulder, but it into hits the, the space into poke. Pixel Trevi. Well, the, he's Found aiming him. for the Pixel Gloria Trevi fountain, but it hits the space pope in the head. Yes, and that's and why he's the, arrested. And then someone says Papa Pia. Now <laughs> they do say Papa Pia. Papa Pia. Now I think this is so fucking funny because when we were kids. We had this stupid rhyme where we would go, Mamma Mia, Papa Pee, a big pizza pie. <laughs> um, did you have that? <laughs> Not that exact one, but I think but everyone did. Papa Pia doesn't song. exist anywhere, right? No, Papa Pia is nothing. But Rick and Morty actually did a Papa Pia joke, I believe, in season five. In so an episode it is that a I didn't part really of our zeitgeist, for. right? <laughs> it has become, it's just, the joke is that Mamma Mia means my mother. But so, like, if you're stupid, you would think that Papa Pia would mean my father, but it would still it would just be Papa Mia. <laughs> That's like kind All of the joke. Right. Okay, I thought everyone was the same age as me and remembered that little rhyme as a kid. Everyone didn't grow up like in your living room, James. <laughs> I don't know why you think everyone knows that song. I remember that song. It wasn't like, just a toy me. Commercial. It was all the kids that um. Abernathy Elementary. Why do you keep doxing yourself? <laughs> you I, don't keep such... I don't live there. Everyone knows I live in Portland because I won't about your shut life. up about it. Oh, whatever. Keep... Everyone gonna... knows everything already that the the, his, the the drag race historians have already documented it all. Mm-hmm. And they've all seen your hole. I've been pretty good about not letting my hole out there. But, um. <laughs> it's not but what I've heard. <laughs> I mean, once you made Wiki Feet, all bets were off. Like, I mean, they've penetrated into every part of my life. I'm a. I'm a, I'm like Ava Perone. Yes. Really? I'm a public. Why? Because I'm a public figure. I have to live my life publicly. I've made that choice. <laughs> hmm. 
Doesn't she like suck though? <laughs> I don't really know well, about her. Well, she was a bitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she wasn't a bitch. I don't know. It depends on who you ask. You know, fucking misogyny is at the root of everything. She it. did some good things. She did some bad things. What do you want? <laughs> they uh, wrote a musical about her. You can find <laughs> out for yourself. Um. So yeah, we start getting into like <laughs> simulation theory here, where um the the sort of regular Planet Express crew, the non-simulation one, starts to wonder if they could be in a simulation, and we get a couple like. Things to this demonstrate so the good. science of this with the the cup and the like. Ugh. So essentially, the bit here is that the professor keeps saying it's impossible that they could be in a simulation, and he keeps saying reasons why it's impossible. And then Amy keeps pointing out holes in his in his justifications for why it's impossible. Then after this goes round and round a few times and it's very funny and clever and it made me laugh. But then the professor goes, I have an announcement. (laughs) It is entirely possible that we ourselves are in a simulation. And Hermie says, that was, that's the exact opposite of what you said just moments ago. And he says, I was presented with new information and I've changed my mind. I'm a scientist, not an, and someone says idiot. idiot, And he says, politician. (laughs) That was very good. I really enjoyed it. And all the while. Three Pixel Fry and Three Pixel Leela are having three pixel sex in oh, front yeah, of them yeah. all. We sort <laughs> of watch just... them. And they go they're... on a date and then they the... start, they lay in the grass by the Leaning Tower of Pisa and, and they like just banging. start fucking there. <laughs> they're banging and everyone's watching it and then they put a little cloche over them for discretion. But then oh, the I, was professor... one... I knew you would know what that was called. It's called a I wrote down they put <laughs> on one of those silver platter covers because I don't know what else to call it. It's a cloche. Why uh, do you know then... all these fancy things? You also taught oh me the God. word ramekin. You remember with Violet I Chachki. like to learn new words. <laughs> now, the professor takes the cloche off again and the three pixel fry and Leela are motionless laying there on top of each other. Now, one could assume that they have completed whatever they're doing and now they're just napping or they're just having really slow sex. <laughs> like really like careful, careful. sex. <laughs> what? what does that mean? You know, so the, you know, if you're doing the rhythm method, you don't want to get carried away. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, we, I'm, we I'm here a don't big condone. fan of the rhythm method. <laughs> we don't condone I, the rhythm um, method. <laughs> I don't, I haven't gotten pregnant yet and I use the rhythm method. <laughs> No one do the rhythm method. Just My join the rhythm nation. The, uh, anyone else a rhythm method, baby? <laughs> do you know? Do you I'm know upset. the other day? Do you know the other day on Grinders, someone said something like, "I'm not trash. I wasn't conceived in a church parking lot." Or like they literally said that, and that's literally my truth. I was conceived in a church parking. <laughs> Whoa! I lost my virginity in a church parking lot. I know. I buy. I had to buy drugs in like a church a quantum parking entanglement, lot. In Wales. I'm your father. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I didn't lose my up. virginity to someone who looked like your mom, but you know, maybe I don't know. You're not. There's no way. 
Except I do have your nose, so that's mm. weird. <laughs> so we- Bender, <laughs> <laughs> so Bender uh, realizes for like the tenth time in the series that he's an artificial intelligence. For the tenth time, that's a good point. It seriously has happened so many times. Um, he's gone through crisis of this like many many a time, but this time he I like it because it's a way for him to find sort of camaraderie with the simulated people because he's like if they're just an AI and I'm just an AI, then turning them off would be like turning me off. So he gets very protective of them. Yeah, and I loved um, I I glossed over it, but the little bit with the ball and the cup. The professor is explaining how the... Quantum mechanics. <laughs> yeah, quantum mechanics. But it's also like, you know, the who, the philosophy that led to quantum mechanics. Who is that? Is it the um, Schrodinger cat? Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. Mm. I love I think that that's like fa- the same fucking thing. Remember who loves Schrodinger's cat? Courtney who? Act. Courtney Act. <laughs> Why she does she it. love that? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know if you remember, but... For season six, when Courtney actually was in the top three. What are you talking about? People kept asking her how she felt about her chances about winning. And she said, what I really like right now is I'm living in this existence where I both have won and not. I've won and I've not won right now because the winner hasn't been revealed yet. So. She was basically comparing herself to Schrodinger's cat. Did she the... say Schrodinger's cat or did yes, you add did. this layer onto it? No, she said Schrodinger's cat. She, then that's she's, rad. She was like, I love Courtney She's even like more. this. I kind of feel like Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, go on with my the favorite, episode. <laughs> one of my favorite Futurama jokes of all time is a Schrodinger's cat joke in the episode they where Fry becomes a policeman. Cat, and so does Courtney. I know. Do you know that one? Yes, okay. Okay, back to this episode. Back to this episode. Okay, okay. Oh! (laughs) So, uh, Bender is like, uh, Hermes is like, I think before I am, do you think? And he's like, I don't think I can. And that's pretty funny. Uh, (laughs) The professor wants to turn off the simulation machine because it's just taking up too much electricity. But Bender, he doesn't like that. And he, like we said, is empathizing with the simulated people so he leaps at them and says no and it comes <laughs> to commercial is so fucking funny and when it comes back to commercial you still hear him saying no but like hermes <laughs> and professor are just standing there like <laughs> struggling to turn it off <laughs> have, they have a little conversation about it the professor decides not to turn it off for a completely different reason unrelated to bender trying to stop him Bender finally stops screaming no and says, thanks, professor. Now, that's funny in of itself. And I was like, so it's funny in of itself that that happened. But I was like, I wonder what that means. Like, was Bender slow motion leaping through the air? Did what what was happening? And I didn't think they were going to explain it. And instead, they did my favorite thing in comedy where they basically just explain the joke and why <laughs> Bender <Go> says, <laughs> Leela says, Bender, were you leaping that whole time? And Bender says, no. <laughs> I... 
My first leap missed by a mile. But so then I leapt a second time. But I never stopped screaming even for a second. Yes. (laughs) I'm going to allow this. (laughs) It's very funny. It's very stupid. I love a good stupid joke. And uh, we we go back and we look at the simulation some more, and the pixel pe- uh, the pixel people are all of a sudden just reenacting the first episode of this season, where Fry decides to binge every show ever made. Oh lord! So I like this meta aspect that they're doing. It's fun. Through throughout the episode, they're making comments on themselves as the writers of Futurama. And I yeah. like that. I love I I love you know, you know, lampooning oneself. Yeah. And it's a nice full circle moment because where it, sure. it makes this season feel very cohesive. Of I would course. say this was Hey, whoever decided this should be the last episode, very smart. You deserve a raise. <laughs> yeah. And I guess All that's the probably why raises. they put that last <laughs> episode as the penultimate episode cuz this episode really like wipes the taste yeah, yeah, out we're of back, your mouth. We're back to positive. <laughs> They're like, this sorry, <laughs> sorry, I can't let it go. I gotta let it go. Be nice. I gotta let it go. Everyone works so hard. Nice. I, Someone uh, had to design the little duck nice. people. <laughs> Make it nice. Make it nice. <laughs> okay. So, um, they are. Uh, Watching TV and Hypnotoda is just a blinking dot, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> He's just one pixel. <laughs> and uh, we zoom out and Fry's like, wow, that orange guy sure is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The professor and Bender are still arguing uh, if this if the simulation people are sentient or not. And Leela actually kind of sides with Bender on this. And they end up having a big important meeting at a robot strip club because it needed to be a place that was important to Bender. <laughs> Where Bender and Professor vow to keep the simulation people alive and not let them sure, find out if they are a simulation. That that's what happens from this scene, but there's so many good moments. First of all, they it starts with Bender and the professor putting their hands on top of one another's. Mm-hmm. So it's like Bender's hand on top of the professor's, and then the ha- professor on top of Bender, and then Bender's other hand. And then he goes, they zoom out, and Bender's got his foot in the air, and he goes, Now do the feet. <laughs> <laughs> and professor goes, No, why are we at a robot strip club? <laughs> Bender says, It needed to be somewhere significant to me. A stripper comes by, opens a beer on her With her, her tit, robot tits, yeah. Hands it to Bender, who chugs it in one gulp, burps a flaming burp, and then goes, now on with this <laughs> ceremonious... <laughs> this solemn ceremony... <laughs> So they do the swear, they swear the oath to protect the simulation, but they're wondering how they're going to get enough power, and it cuts to the bathroom, and Professor's sitting on the toilet, and everyone's standing in there. What's funny here is he he implies that he would need some kind of 
hydroelectricity situation, like a, like a dam, you know? And, and I was like, we... are they going to go to a universe where Bender is a dam? Like he became a dam that one time. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, but instead <laughs> we hear the toilet flush, which makes you think think that the infinite supply of hydroelectricity is gonna come from the professor's toilet and then we cut to him and the writing is so good because he goes as you know i spent a lot of the time on the toilet so you still think maybe this toilet is gonna <laughs> power the universe but then they take it a layer deeper deeper huh get it mm -hmm. all yeah, the way really down good. all the way down all the way down, all the way down, you make me feel. Who said, what is that? RuPaul. Avril Lavigne? Your oh, boss. that's right. <laughs> Your boss and best friend. <laughs> my lover, my mother. <laughs> go on with the episode. They go to the sewer. They, well, Come I was on. trying and they you said you sewer. acted like you were going to tell this part make and I was nice. I was making space for you. Make it nice. <laughs> John Robert, come on the show. Uh, they <laughs> they uh, reveal... Well, first of all, Amy's reaction is very funny at this. She's like, stop telling us about your toilet. It's like a running thing. <laughs> it's very like stop asking energy from the Atlantis episode. Yes, it that and um, they're <laughs> making them do meetings in the bathroom, in his <laughs> yeah, bedroom. Yeah, this is a recurring thing. In the bath Amy's, one time. Amy's starting to get really fed up with the professor. <laughs> mad. <laughs> I also love, remember how we've talked about before that Amy is smart when Amy needs to be smart? Mm -hmm. Amy is very smart in this episode. She's I, still very Amy, yeah. but she's extremely smart in this episode and kudos she to She cracks Amy. all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, oh my, this is so confusing. So his thing is like, they have a map that's also toilet paper. <laughs> and... No, he says, I've been looking at these old maps, which I use in lieu of toilet paper. And everyone goes, oh, come on. Like, they're all so upset with the professor. Oh. <laughs> so all like, please he... stop. <laughs> <laughs> he shows on the sewer line map that the main sewer line goes right under Planet Express. So they're going to put like a hydroelectric valve in there what would you call it like a vent he a calls fan it a, um what does he call a turbine he calls a it turbine. a turbine turbine yeah. yes i know about science <laughs> so they put a big drill on the front of the planet express ship and they drill all the way down <laughs> and they uh there's some easter eggs in the background like we see a street that sign that says like this way to robot hell and we see a piece of the land titanic they just can't help but do that bit Every time in The Simpsons when we see, like, going below, they gotta put something in there. Yeah, there's gotta Futurama be a Dracula. Too. It happened in Loki, too. Remember when it um, scrolled down in Loki season one and you saw um, a bunch of Marvel Easter eggs, including Frog Thor, <laughs> a.k.a. Uh, Throg. <laughs> I couldn't remember what his name is. So they go all the way down <laughs> and they drill in and it works and it's very smelly and gross. Uh, they have to like decontaminate Planet Express, but it worked. They have the turbine in there, and it's powering. Are you okay? Yeah, fine. <laughs> Did you burp? 
A little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, so they have the turbine in there. It's working. It's going to power the simulation at a higher resolution. So now it just looks like the regular Planet Express people, but with like a little glow around it so that we don't get confused what universe we're in. Even further drawing to the conclusion that the plan that 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 the universe that we have been watching this whole time of Futurama is a simulation mm-hmm. just like implying that our universe just as easily could be a simulation well it's all do, you know, very... do you know about simulation theory you know about this stuff you've seen this you heard about this i've seen the matrix <laughs> and i can fill it in for myself well it was like <laughs> Basically, the core, and I hate that I'm saying this because here's what I want to say. I used to think simulation theory was like a cool, fun, abstract idea to kind of like talk about, but it got co-opted by sort of tech bro culture. And now Elon Musk is absolutely convinced as though it was a religion that we are living in a simulation. And that kind of thinking is dangerous. Like we need to, because even if we were, even if we were like, as the moral of this episode states, we need to live as though the universe's rules are out of our control. Well, because if if Elon Musk thinks he's living in a simulation, that it would kind of give him a free pass to be the world's biggest asshole. And Mm -hmm. that's exactly what he's done. So. And actually, just as long as we're talking about the actual kind of simulation theory as it exists, there um, is a very cool documentary called uh, A Glitch in the Matrix, done by the same guy who did Room 237. And he basically interviews, I don't think he would describe the movie this way, but he basically interviews a bunch of kooks who think that simulation theory is real. And he kind of goes through their story. But what's interesting about it, and I wish there was a content warning on this movie, I will give you a content warning. One of the people they're interviewing, content warning for violence, committed a horrible murder because he was convinced he was living in a simulation. And that's sort of the dark side of this. So if you want to know about like why this is an interesting, fun thing to talk about, but not something to be treated seriously, go watch that movie, A Glitch in the Matrix. It's cool. <laughs> but it's also horrifying. I um, <clears throat> I appreciate you taking a moment to talk about it. Here's the big thing. We don't know. We we will never know. <laughs> we don't know. But what we do know is our actions in this universe, in this reality, in this timeline, have consequences. And even if this were a simulation, wouldn't that mean that every other like sentient person also is connected to something? Or do you think... Yeah. See, here's the thing about Elon Musk and people like him. And, and hearing that this is how he thinks just makes such perfect sense. These big CEOs, these people who become incredible billionaires, they are able to build such an incredible bubble around themselves that they can convince themselves things like this. Like they are the only person in existence that matters because everyone else is fake. That kind of vanity... That kind of self-obsession and narcissism plus that kind of money and influence and power. I mean, it's literally what we have been warned about by every story, by every piece of art, by like everything, our entire lives. And now we see these people doing it. The thing we've been warned about 
And so many people don't want to call it what it is because it's just so terrifying to admit that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so, but um, Futurama is a yeah. fun little take on this concept. <laughs> e- yeah. Hermes, uh, Hermes says sweet facsimile of Space Italy. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I think he actually said it earlier, but I didn't notice it until the second time. Papa P. <laughs> the simulation um people uh now start wondering if they are in a simulation so uh <laughs> it's getting pretty crazy and the simulation within a they god i'm mixing all this up because the simulation people make their own simulation yes it's which is um, why Hermes um, says it's like catching it? up it's um it's the black mirror episode that um, we just watched uh, i didn't watch it with you i was not with you for that not that you and I watched. We as a society. We as a society. Joan is awful. It was a really good episode. We I didn't as a society, watch it yet. We watched it. Apologies it's... to Jared Goldstein. We're rooting oh my for God. you. I just <clears> haven't <throat> watched it yet. It, it had an impact. Okay, Nick. Trust me. It did. It was the hey. It was the one from this season that everyone was talking about. It was the clear. I mean, just like the, the Miley the clear, one. Y- yes. And by the way, Ashley O. I like her better than Miley Cyrus. She's my favorite musician. Oh my of gosh, all time. shush. The point is, <laughs> we're not unfamiliar with this concept. There's a simulation within the simulation. They make a little joke about how it's confusing. But what we're, we're watching is just an example, another example about how the universe that we've been watching, the Planet Express universe, the Futurama universe that we are familiar with, could possibly be a simulation. Yes, they're toying with that. And actually, sort of a fun meta way. It's an important detail. It is. And a fun meta way they set that up is now that we have these three layers of simulation, it's down in the block people world, and it zooms out, and it's in the simulation that we've been following, and then it zooms out again, and it's Planet Express, and then it zooms out again and goes to commercial. So, like, we don't really know what it would have zoomed out to, you know. It which was zoomed a out way to, to do. our reality. <gasps> and that's the joke. Because <sighs> Futurama is obviously a simulation. It's an animated show we are watching. We know that. And then it zoomed out to, if it zoomed out to a commercial, if it zoomed out to an ad, not for me because um, I'm bougie and it just, you know, kept playing. I'm no, I, I, I <laughs> also have the commercial free Hulu. <laughs> if we want the writers to get paid more. <laughs> anyway, but <laughs> here's the thing. Um, uh, yeah, so it's beautiful commentary, but it's also setting up for like how we interpret the ending and the ending is pretty pretty damn good yeah um but we gotta get there keep leading us okay um so (laughs) oh no i spilled what water what did you spill oh (laughs) it's fine it landed on my shorts they're pretty absorbent (laughs) So uh, the simulation, as How we said, is know? the simulation is now caught up with the the real Soak world. Up a so, lot of jizz with those <laughs> so they have their simulation, and that's when uh, they see the uh, black holes colliding. Little whore. So <laughs> the simulation people are wondering if you're they not are going in a black to the, that that so dance with your dirty pillows out. Decide that they're gonna. You're going in the closet to pray, young lady. 
they're going to test, they're going to see if they can find out if the world is a simulation by uh, collapsing a, a magnetar. <laughs> yeah. Which sounds like a Pokemon. It's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A magnetar. This is, um, you know, what's funny about this is they're basically telling us how we, in our own reality, if we had the capability to do what they're doing, they're telling us this is how we could test too. Well, maybe, except for I'm pretty sure a magnetar is not a real thing. <laughs> but you know what I mean? If I suppose if we could smash two black holes together, then yeah. Because the whole thing is, if these complex things are happening, then the computer won't be able to keep up and everything will start glitching out. That's the, that's the way to test it. Sure. You know, the whole thing, I forgot to mention this earlier when I was on my tirade about like Elon playing Musk. a new video game on a crummy underpowered game system. Exactly. <laughs> like my cheapskate grandma got me. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's the other here's the other thing about that whole way of thinking. And if we if we if we zoom out a little bit and stop talking Much about like we Elon do in this Musk, episode. Yeah. Um, it's this. It's like the reason why this simulation theory is popular amongst these narcissistic tech pros is because they are too science driven to believe in religion, but they're just as scared of death as any religious person. They're just as scared of what could be after as any other person. So they want to believe something that convinces them that they're immortal. That's what religion is. That's what this whole like tech bro revolution is like, Everyone's just looking for a way to just not be so scared of dying. And if everyone and do you think just that admit you also that, maybe do that. <laughs> oh, I for sure do. I mean, okay, cool, I'm doing cool, everything cool, cool, cool. I can to live forever. Trust me. But I'm, I'm like I'm self-aware that that's what I'm doing. Here's the thing. It's like if we could all just admit to each other we're just scared of dying. Don't you think we could all get along a little bit better? Did you see that episode of that um, HBO documentary show where the guy went to the cryo lab and saw the frozen heads? Like, he didn't see the heads, but he saw the containers that they're in. <laughs> and what did he say about it? He, he's like a very, his his whole thing is he's very um, sort of objection, is objective when he like interviews his subjects. So he's just in there like, yeah, tell me about the cryo lab and the frozen heads. And the guy's like... Yeah, there's eight bodies in that chamber. There's six heads in that chamber. <laughs> and it's just a bunch of people Does who have frozen their heads or bodies. it less to preserve your head yes. rather than the whole body? Mm -hmm. And the thought is <laughs> that they could bring you back to life by downloading your consciousness or something. No, or I like think the, implanting well, your brain in a robot body or something. All the people they or... interview are thinking more that there will be um, either robot bodies or other artificial bodies in the future. <laughs> and they're they're banking on that. <laughs> And so, and, and they've set up like a fund that just pays for their. It sort of seems like a pyramid what scheme. What happens if someone. <laughs> oh my God. A yeah. I'll send you, I'll send you the link. I mean, they are really freezing the people's heads. I just don't think like it's going to work. <laughs> do you know how I was just saying, I absolutely am guilty of all the things I'm saying, because you know, mm -hmm. I believe in ghosts because I, there's a part of me that. Yeah, like, I'm a witch version of the thing, right? But that's the thing, is my idea of living forever 
is having my corpse planted with a tree so that I, my spirit might take place in a tree, you know, and I could live forever in a tree. Like these people want to believe that it's going to be a really loud tree. They're the <laughs> only person that matters. You know what I mean? Like the, I, that, that's what has cursed our society. That's what's cursing our society right now is the idea that they are the only person that matters. Yeah, I think I'm going to live on by uh, this podcast. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> oh I'm immortal. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, honey. As your mother, I should have left you more of a, of a, of a lineage. I can't believe uh, that's your dowry. I mean, that's your inheritance. Is, so, your inheritance <laughs> is this podcast. Uh I failed you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everyone's wondering if they're a simulation. And Leela says, I want to know if I'm not in a simulation, but I don't want to know if I am. <laughs> Does that make sense? And the, and the professor says, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, professor. The professor has been so reasonable this episode. Yeah, actually. He's reasonable and he's getting things done, you know. Very yeah. competent professor. So... Back in the regular world, Bender um, objects to letting the simulation people know that they're a simulation because they're on their way to the Magnetar. Yeah. Um, and they're about to reveal... They are. They get there. That they are a simulation. Now, Bender, for whatever reason, it kind of makes sense when he says it, but there's a few leaps in logic, and he's like, I wish I could be the one to tell them that they're in a simulation if they're going to find out. They so just he... needed to get Bender's consciousness into the simulation. Yeah, because he's software and this is software. So if they send him down, it's going to push that simulation Bender into the block simulation and, and then it will just keep going down. <laughs> and the professor says it's Bender's all the way down. <laughs> all the way down. Now, this sets up, this sets up importantly that Bender goes into, you know, he goes into his stasis. He sends his consciousness into the simulation and everyone mm -hmm. continues to watch what plays out. But before yes. Bender himself can reveal to everyone that they're in a simulation, He's about in to an do attempt a to break the bad news to them in a soft way that he will enjoy because he loves <laughs> breaking bad news. Um, right before he can, Fry and Leela make an announcement to the crew that they basically, they realize that it doesn't matter one way or another. That they are real because they can feel what they feel. And that means more than thinking what they think that they feel. You know, like Descartes said, I think, therefore I am. And then Hermes says in this episode... I feel, therefore, I am, which Aww. is kind of, you know, it's like it's I do think it's a good update to that, you know, like thinking, like thinking, thinking might mean that you're sentient. Thinking is overrated, man. <laughs> if we're talking about humanity, people need to fucking remember how to feel empathy for one another. Nowadays, it feels like we only feel empathy once something affects us. And I think that's why COVID was such a unifying experience, because it affected everyone at once. And right now we're looking at the world and like people are being shamed for showing empathy. And that's scary. Okay. Sorry. I keep taking it to a You okay? <laughs> how, how are you no! doing? No! <laughs> no, I'm not okay. Have you opened the window and looked outside? Yeah, it's pretty bad. 
Yeah, so anyway. uh, the, I like this TV show though. The, yeah. So they send <laughs> Bender down. They send him into the place, and uh, he he boots up, and yeah, he is interrupted by them saying that they love each other no matter what. It's very sweet. And they come uh, to a good resolution. Yeah, he sort of, even though they said it was impossible, he just kind of comes back to the real world, and he's no. That's the thing. What happened? Oh, honey. Hey, what happened? What happened? So that's the whole fucking thing is so they send Bender down. I know. Bender <laughs> is about to deliver the bad news before mm-hmm. he can, Fry. They interrupt. They've all come to a resolution. And then the professor continues with imploding the star anyway. Yes. Now, that is it's going a, it's a forward. Magnetar. <laughs> the magnetar. So now the magnetar in the simulation is imploding. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it is causing too much it is needing too much energy yes. and the simputron is starting to break yes, down it overheats and it catches and on that fire is the same thing that's happening with the magnetar in the simulation them trying to make the magnetar implode realistically for the simulation is too much for them to handle and then bender boots up and says i've got a solution and has an extra computer chip that fixes everything that's not our bender that's the bender from the simulation Uh. above the bender from this and then the professor reveals Then the professor reveals that the simulation is going to now move to their point of view. It's going to move like so, so slow. slow. Yeah. So that that the computer can keep up. Yes, exactly. So that they don't even, they don't have the ability to check in on the simulation anymore. The simulation is now a moot point. It seems frozen to them because it's moving so imperceptibly slow. He says it's a moot point. So basically... We don't have to worry what happened to our bender. We see that his resolution is happy. Our bender is now in a simulation. And we now have the next reality ups bender. Whoa. That's how the episode ends. Whoa. There you go. Well, it's not totally how it ends because we do get a very nice little... I know, little... I know. But I just... I, I mean, no, that's, that is wild and I didn't that understand that. That is some incredible writing. That's why I kept saying it's important to think about all of this stuff throughout the episode. It's incredible writing. Okay, well, it's you're great for the show. being a little it's diminishing really right now. What? To you? You're being like, oh, it's important. It's like, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just fucking paying attention. Oh, I took notes. you. I'm just trying to say why I've been such a... Why I've been such a librarian about this the whole time. Oh, I shouldn't say anything bad about librarians. Why did I say that like that? They they keep our system. I, I, I keep was our letting you know afloat. why I've been such an <laughs> anal the cunt the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> anal cunt. Wasn't there a metal band in the 90s or the 2000s called Anal Cunt? Because I'm an anal retentive cunt. I'm an anal cunt. Which so, um, has a dubbel tendre for this little lady. We're going to have to bleep that. <laughs> he reala- uh, so uh, we go back into the simulation one more time and it's slowly slowly <laughs> glitching out they're about to realize that they do indeed live in a simulation but it becomes very very slow for us and it ends yeah. on Fry and Leela almost kissing which honestly we know that there's going to be 10 more episodes but if this was the new series finale I wouldn't mind that would be an interesting way to end it 
Here's the thing about their kiss that I'm asking a question about, though, to you. Okay. Is I like that it ends with them leaning into kiss. Now, what they are saying over and over this season is that Fry and Leela's relationship. We've also learned in the original seasons from Nibbler in many different ways that Fry and Leela, Fry and Leela's, <laughs> Fry and Leela's relationship is very important to the fabric of the universe. Like their relationship, even if they're is ducks important. and eggs, <laughs> yeah, and it needs to happen now. I like that it ends with them kissing, but did you notice that right as they're about, like as they're getting closer, their eyes started looking worried? Now, my question is, do you think their eyes started looking worried or was that just them about to close their eyes? I think they're closing their eyes, Mom. (laughs) Okay, then I dropped it. That's how you know they're in love. You know, Heartbreakers? Remember that movie? I love that movie. And then, and then... Sigourney is like, hey, you, or wait, Sigourney? Yeah. Sigourney. Sigourney Weaver is like, hey, you kissed him with your eyes closed. You're a bad girl. And she's like, I don't love him. And then she does. Yes, I I already said I remember. Well, what if the people at home don't remember? It's a really good movie. Heartbreakers (laughs) is a very good movie, yes. Sigourney Weaver, Jennifer Love Hewitt. And Ray Liotta, may he rest in peace. Oh, this is the second time I've talked about Ray Liotta. I mean, <laughs> I thought about Ray Liotta. I was going to bring him up earlier, but I thought it was too much of a tangent, so I didn't. But this What were you going to talk about Ray Liotta earlier for? Well, we were talking about how this podcast is your legacy, and I was just thinking about how Ray Liotta's final film was Cocaine Bear. And I actually <laughs> think Cocaine Bear was a... It got kind of... It got kind of like... Um, what's the word when it's not like... Mixed reviews? What are you saying? Mixed reviews. That's what I'm trying to say. It got mixed reviews, but I thought it was actually quite damn good. I think it's, you know, that's maybe not a movie for critics. I think that's just a fun, silly movie that maybe snobby critics are like, I'm so sick of critics having a say in comedy (laughs) and like things that, like, I'm sorry, it's not for you. Is this about that YouTube comment? (laughs) Which one? No. No, it's more so about like, Oh my God, how much stupid shit directed by men, starring men, about men, do I have to fucking watch that gets through the radar and fucking Elizabeth Banks does one passion project and everyone wants to pick it apart with a fine tooth comb. Meanwhile, M. Night Shyamalan... M. Night Shyamalan. There you go. Sorry. (laughs) Meanwhile, in M. Night Shyamalan (laughs) continues to produce steaming piles of shit. (laughs) I liked his last two movies. (laughs) Old? I liked (laughs) them. Old was hilarious. Old would have been better if they cut the last 20 minutes out, but I did like old. No, no, no. (laughs) Old was not... Old was a good premise with do you a crappy remember, script. Spoilers for Old. Um, do you remember? He should have do everything. Work with a team at spo- night. Yeah, he no, he does need like someone to help him. He write needs some people of these to like bounce ideas off of. Mm-hmm. No, but what works the best scene in the movie is the Bone mm-hmm. Lady with the calcium. Remember I her? I know about she, the Bone Lady. And I remember when Old came out and I watched Old, I texted you about it and I sent you the video of the Bone Lady and I said, my only regret is that I have bonitis. 
I know. And it was very funny. And that's the so thing. So if one of our listeners wants to make a meme of the bone lady <laughs> from old and the bonitis guy, and you want to mix those together somehow, go ahead and send that to Jinx's personal email. <laughs> no, stop it. I don't know. Listen, send it somewhere. Post it and tag send us. Send it I don't to know. you. Send it to you. Send it to me. Okay, yeah. DM it to me. Oh, God, I'm going to get more DMs. I'm only going to respond if it's a good meme. <laughs> Has to be good. <laughs> if you Listen. make a lazy-ass meme, I'm not going to... I won't look at it or respond to it. <laughs> anyway. Listen, M. Night Shyamalan has made some good movies. Did you see the one with the gay dads in Batista? <laughs> and your and, and your buddy, Rupert... Rupert Grint? The point is, no one stops him from making more movies. True, but a, a but a female director makes one movie and people like pick it apart with a fine tooth comb, and then every other female director is thinking that's going to make it that much harder. You know, they just want to find ways to pick apart female directors' films. Olivia Wilde, they do it Olivia all, Wilde's all the time. first movie. I didn't see. Don't worry, darling. It didn't look very interesting to me. But Olivia Wilde's first I movie, Booksmart, is brilliant, and everyone's just acting like that movie never came out because of the on stage drama of this particular production. You know, it's so stupid. Booksmart's so and, great. Sorry, but the Barbie film was uh, written, directed starring produced by females and then everyone spent all their time talking about ryan gosling's performance like it's just yeah. like i mean so here's where i'm at my uh, i'm at a place where i'm just kind of pissed off all the time that makes me feel angry <laughs> so i'm looking at everything through um pissed colored lenses because <laughs> i why would you say that it? piss is a color and an emotion and a peepee. Oh. <laughs> so uh, we don't. I I want to find a reason to still hit this. Let me ask you something button. So well, should we ask me something? Well, should we ask it? Well, I'm we're working on the podcast together. <laughs> so that no. Sh- let me pitch it. Should we ask each other thing? What are you doing? Pay attention. She's oh, not yeah. paying attention to me. Okay. So what if we ask each other something at the end of each episode so that we can still hit this button? Okay. Does it should it be about the show or should it be about our lives? Of course, it should be about the show. Okay. Well, I'll hit the button then. Hey, hey. Let me ask you something. You first. <laughs> okay. So, when this episode finished, how did you feel about life? Hmm. I would say this is probably the only episode this season that really kind of took a philosophical swing you know i disagree (laughs) we had the episode about the virus that took a philosophical swing no but i'm talking about like i'm not talking about like a topical thing i'm not talking about like lampooning a real life event i'm not talking about that ended with him saying that science and magic are basically the same thing i'm comparing it to like godfellas you know like uh, uh, an episode where the whole premise is like a philosophical idea. That wasn't the whole premise of the COVID episode. Are you bringing up the... Oh! You asked <laughs> you me what yelling? I thought was the worst episode? <laughs> yeah. I think it was the... It's the Leonardo da Vinci episode. What? I think I like that, that might be... No, that's one of the worst. <laughs> that one's one Hi, of the worst. Hi, Animatronio. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. 
I also was pretty pissed off about the car episode, wasn't I? You hate that episode. Yeah, I think that's yeah, your least favorite. That might be. But also I hate... Um, you also anyway. hate the one where... Um, but here's the thing. is I can, have the, I can have the capacity to hate one pet. aspect of something and still love it. You know? that's People need to remember we can have multiple feelings about things. Got a whole bunch of feelings about you. So... Have we filled our allotted time? Pop Should we wrap pee, it up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you knocked over the space, Apopa. <laughs> Wait, did you say anything about life? <laughs> you, I thought we weren't talking about life. You said the show. <laughs> I said, how yeah. did it, how did, when the episode, episode, you said philosophically, oh. how did it make you feel philosophically? And then you got to ask me a question. Oh, okay. So it made me feel like, yeah, um, what matters is love. And that's why they kissed. Okay. It made me because feel that, like I th- want to... That's like a very centering emotion. Listen, I was watching this docu-series on Netflix about <laughs> alien encounters. And this okay. um, school teacher basically said that the aliens visited her multiple times and could tell that she was frustrated and, and asked if she wanted to go with them. And I was kind of thinking, I want to go. I want to get the hell out of here. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Precisely. But then I also think I got to stay behind because I got to I got to protect my babies. <laughs> the cats? <laughs> well, the cats, you others, you know. I got a lot of babies I got to look after. That anyway. just raises further questions. <laughs> Ask me a question. Hmm. What are you going to watch cartoon-wise now that we're out of Futurama episodes for a little bit? What's going to be where you land? Have you watched the end of Disenchantment yet? I have not seen it yet. No, I haven't. I might watch that, but you know, it's hard when when I'm creating something new, it's hard to watch new things because it's like, I don't want them to influence It's so hard to create. Oh, it's like I up. rip out a piece of my soul and leave it on the page every single day. Uh, I didn't, you didn't, I didn't, oh God. <laughs> That's um, what you're like. <laughs> no, it's more so that when I'm writing, I I put on things that don't make my brain think too hard because my mm. brain spends the whole day thinking really hard. Does that make sense? Does that appeal to your little bourgeois... Uh, Harvard, your Southern California bourgeois point of view. I I literally don't know what you're doing. (laughs) It seems like you were referencing something, but then just... I think I was, but I can't remember if I said it right or what So you just started doing a thing. (laughs) I just started doing a thing. No one would notice. That's exactly what happened. You, that's that, that's pretty much exactly how it all played out. <laughs> you know what? We know each other really well, and I think that's a nice a nice note to end on. <laughs> okay, so now that we've finished season eleven, we are gonna um, thank the Futurama writing staff, thank the Futurama voiceover staff um, for a wonderful season, and we are going to go back to season three. On our next episode, as we said, the episodes are going to just be Nick and myself, unless we have a special reason to bring in a guest. I got to say, I like it. It's not hard to fill up an hour talking with you, and it allows us to really um, comb through the minutia of Mm -hmm. our 
ridiculous need to have our point of view validated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's the only time um, we talk to each other. You ignore me. It's an, the second that, that the zoom. Is, okay, that the is second not the zoom true. That is not true, and you know it. So Don't I'm, I'm spread happy that to lie get a little to more, our listener. I'm happy to get a little listener, more extra face Listener, he is just <laughs> listen to me. He's being an asshole. I she I'm, was she was staying in LA for a month, and oh I saw her at the market, and she pretended she didn't recognize me. This is a it was crazy. Lie. It was mean. <laughs> So that's see, the end of this episode. Come okay. see us next yeah, week. You don't get to end the episode on a lie. Just for that, uh, everyone DM Nick. Um, no, I don't want ask anymore. Him, ask him his opinion on certain geopolitical. Um... Please do not. <laughs> no, do not DM me. I don't like it. I only got like three nudes and they were nice, but no more. I got stuff to do. Okay, we'll see you next week with a brand new episode about an old show that we like a lot. Okay, (laughs) bye. (laughs) Have a futuristic day, everybody.